0: How you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome along to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him Ewan Cameron. How you doing, Ewan? You're right?
1: Not too bad Stephen I am in a bit of a mood because it's been a horrendous week for Hearts and uh, all ended with a shocking defeat to Aberdeen yesterday I'm sure we'll get into that in a couple of minutes but yes it's not great being a Hearts fan just now
0: Yeah it's been very very funny for the observer on the outside though so we'll get to <laughs> that in just on, a few seconds. So in today's episode episode 13 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast we're going to review all the action from the weekend uh, right through from the Premiership through to League 2 and we'll also get Ewan to solve the problem of our teams being absolutely horrendous in Europe we'll also check in with if, if Scottish football were a hotel look ahead to the Scottish League Cup quarter finals this midweek and we have a very special guest for the entire episode and remember you can find us on all your usual podcast providers and on Twitter via at Big football Scots. we're on Instagram we're on Facebook just search for the Big Scottish Football podcast right It's time to introduce our guest for the whole episode. He's the biggest thing online since Ed Ball's tweeted his own name. He's the biggest curator and creator of Scottish football content there has ever been. And he's a columnist and podcaster to boot as well. He's a very talented man and he is here on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Old Firm Facts, a.k.a. Adam Miller. How you doing, Adam?
2: Doing very really well,
1: really enjoyed that intro Stephen It was good, you yeah well, You're not going to enjoy what I'm about to tell you <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time that I have met you, right? <laughs> and you're nothing like what I expected Well this is, uh, you were expecting some kind of like long
2: blonde hair type situation Kinda,
1: huh? yeah, I was expecting more Thor-like <laughs> yeah. Because you're so authoritative on Twitter and your Old Firm Facts Twitter account Can I just say is superb. Thank you very much. It's one of the best Scottish football Twitter accounts in the country. Called And I'm not just saying that because yeah. you're here. Yeah, old 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 fun fun facts. Facts, yeah.
2: It's in it's in the top two, because there is another one called Old Front Facts. That is a long story. Yeah. Is there anything to do with you? No, it's not no, it's nothing to do with me, but I didn't purposely rip it off. <laughs> 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 Sounds like was it there, was there, Was there a legal challenge? No, no There was just A, 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 a more sort of Snide challenge no, but, no, basically like When I started Old Firm Facts I was uh, I've said this before There was no great thought Put into it And I just thought What's a f- catchy name Old Firm Facts Stuck out Didn't think of it But I went I went to register And it turned out Someone else Had already set up an account Which was like dormant And it was just literally Posting facts about the old firm So <laughs> I just put, I just put one At the end of it Old Firm Facts One Didn't think anything of it Went for Good couple of years Without anyone Without that guy Ever tweeting or anything Then I was on Off the ball And the guy tweeted Going hang on That's not me Or something <laughs> sort of like and ever, ever, What he did Which I really Respect to be fair And is the sort of thing I, I think I would have done In the same position Is he then Stole my profile picture So, <laughs> <laughs> so like every now, and, every now and then He gets some of the abuse That's meant for me <laughs> and, he'll, and he'll sort of Redirect the abuse Going on no, think you're mean to call this guy a prick
0: <laughs> it's like that spider-man meme where they're just sort of looking at each other like round in yeah. a sort of uh, circle um, so anyway we'll get into your actual account a little bit later on because I know it's a fascinating backstory in terms of what you used to do and what you do now so uh, really really interesting we'll get to that a little bit later on um, but obviously Ewan has now reviewed your look Adam what do you look what do you make of Ewan's look <laughs>
2: Well I, I I don't know. I was I was expect well uh, to be fair I have seen Ewan's picture before, so it's yeah. uh, it, it, it turns out that Ewan Cameron is very much Ewan Cameron in the flesh. And so am I very FUD like FUD Well
0: f- I would have gone with sort of FUD-esque
1: <laughs>
0: FUD esque. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, me and intern Callum think he looks like an Albanian dog breeder. Um, <laughs> you buy a dog from a four in the block and it
1: wouldn't be shit properly. Be gone in three weeks. Exactly.
0: Don't don't ask about paperwork. That's all I'm saying. So that's uh, that's you and Cameron. Uh, let's move on. This Albanian dog breeder sounds quite a bit like George Gallagher. <laughs> he does a wee bit. He does a wee bit. Um, that's that's George's side gig. I mean, he's not. He's used to doing stuff like that. So anyway, let's move he's more on. More of a cat man. He is more of a cat man. Cat and oil. That's his side game. So uh, let's move on to the one word review before I get. A lawyer's letter Through the post From Mr George Galloway So this is the part Of the podcast Where our guest Has to use one word To review each game In the SPFL So Adam Here are the rules You cannot repeat The same word twice And that's it Those are the rules Okay Are you ready One word Celtic 6 Hibs 1 Necklace Necklace Okay Would you like to expand? James Forrest Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> right. Of course, scoring his 100th goal for Celtic over the weekend on 101 uh, goals necklace. <laughs> Livingston one, St Johnston nil. Uh, pitch. Yes, I hate that pitch. Hate, hate it with a passion. Ewan hates plastic pitches because he's an old man shouting at the shouting at the sky.
1: Now can I? Can, hold on a second. Can I ask Adam his thoughts on plastic pitches? Now I put a poll up. On Twitter last week about plastic pitches And nearly 3,000 people Voted on it 95% of football fans Want plastic pitches in the top division Banned Right, it's not like one
2: of my absolute bugbears Or whatever, but I also think It's quite funny how Much it I, 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 I think they're not ideal, right But I think it's quite funny how much
1: it gets wheeled out As an excuse When teams get pumped no, It's there. not an excuse it's, I think it's just a Poor, poor thing For Scottish football To be happening In our top division You can't see Man City And Liverpool Turning up to play each other On, a, on an AstroTurf Do you? No, but then we we
2: saw yesterday that uh, the the quality of English football, where uh, Erling Haaland can't score against Liverpool and Scott Arfield can, so uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're
2: not gonna we're not to hold up the English Premier League to any great standard here.
0: <laughs> right, Ross County one, Dundee United one.
2: Malky, next.
0: Saint Mirren nil, Kilmarnock nil. Peasley. <laughs> right. If, if you're just naming where places are and managers, and we're not even we're not even out of the Premiership yet, this is going I mean, to be it, a struggle. Okay. Is there
2: something against Paisley? Is that the problem? No, no. I've got nothing against Paisley. I'm just really, really bad at this on the sports <laughs> stuff. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, Motherwell one, Rangers two. Uh, can
2: you condense life's too short into one word?
0: <laughs> How do you mean? Life's too short. (laughs) All right. Okay. Right. Okay. We'll accept that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Hashtag uh, life's too short.
0: Aberdeen two hearts nil. Uh, Hangover from as in European hangover. Okay. Okay. Right. Championship This is going to get good Cove Rangers nil. Mm. Inverness 1 mm. <laughs> 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 Maybe
2: This is only the sixth game <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: uh, how, do not, how do other guests do this by the way? Like, um, Varying degrees of quality Mark Wilson was atrocious Roger Hanna um, Who's the editor of the Scottish Sun The, the sports editor of the Scottish Sun um, Was imperious Absolutely, really,
2: peace. yes. Well, to be f- to be fair, like that—that's the Scottish sons. Like that's right in their ballpark, isn't it? Like just quick puns and all the rest of it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh- Okay, Cali 1 um, Well, super Cali then Since you mentioned son,
0: are we, are we hyphenating? Are we hyphenating?
2: I, I, I don't even think There's a need for a hyphen We're just jamming Those two words We're together We're
0: just jamming words together Like Brangelina yeah. uh, Dundee 2 Air United 1
2: yeah, uh, <laughs> United so, uh, I'll just do the Sky Sports <laughs> thing <as a> United <laughs> Wait, I yeah. know what said.
1: We're 8 games in We're 21 <laughs> Games in the Scottish
0: <laughs> Football and you're struggling already Right Hamilton 1 Partic Thistle 2
2: Hatred uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why there used to be a guy who would send me DMs like just every few months I never even responded to this guy but he used to just send me a DM every few months telling me how much he hated Hamilton Nakis, <laughs> and it would just be like it would just be like hear me how shite are Hamilton Nakis?" by the way and <laughs> <laughs> that was that that was it I
0: mean,
2: like, there was no context it was just this guy really really hated Hamilton Nakis. he didn't even tweet out he just sent me the DMs and it was not it was not can discouraged you, by can, me never responding
1: here yep. that was me because I hate the plastic pitch <laughs> yeah that's what
0: it is and Ewan also gets messages from angry Livingston fans because not only does he yes. hate the plastic pitch he hates Livingston in general and somebody accused him in probably the best sentence I've ever heard of having an anti-West Lothian agenda which I just thought was <laughs> tremendous
2: tremendous it's cool, that, it's cool that you've taken on the anti-West Lothian agenda for me because I've got an agenda against everyone else but that's like the one I had to get around to yet
0: <laughs> i saw <got> that mate <laughs> right uh, Morton won the Rathrovers now. Green, Greenock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay, so, what was it? One nil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Jesus. Um, Mate, you work for a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, but I don't write about sport for them. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just need to know uh, words. That's
2: fine. Just me, words. Okay. Goal. <laughs> goal.
1: Right. Good. Well, done. well wait,
2: done. Wait, give, give me a nil nil and I'll give you a goalless. Well, I can give you a
0: uh, Queen's Park 1 Our Broth 1 from Friday night. Draw. Draw. <laughs> right. Okay. League 1. This will get good. Alloa 2, Airdrie 0. Cheating. As it's in same old Alloa. Same old Alloa, always cheating. Dunfermline 1, FC Edinburgh 0. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the point where I will point out that Dunfermline are the only unbeaten side left in the UK so there we are lovely stuff. oh is that after Man City got beat yesterday after Man City got beat yesterday so Dunfermline wow stand there alone above everyone else Kelty Hearts 2 Clyde 1 a uh, super scoreboard since you said Clyde 1 that's very good very good Montrose 1 Falkirk 1
2: eh Bairns LAUGHTER
1: <laughs> You, right. Honestly you're the worst I thought, no, I, thought, I thought nobody could get as bad as Mark Wilson But I think Adam has taken that crown oh, Thank So you. just to peel the curtain back a bit here So Stephen's in Edinburgh and you can't see Adam And you and I can't I've never seen a man squirm
2: like this. this This is the thing right I always like the, the one thing about like my podcast and everything like that Is there's no real in-depth insight So when I g- actually get pressed for any kind of insight or knowledge I'm absolutely found out As yeah. is the case here As
0: we're finding out <laughs> Queen of the South. Two two head nil
1: <laughs> you should see the sweat <laughs> on his forehead <laughs> goals <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: wait uh, wait a now yeah. no because you said goal earlier on didn't you and you said I've added
2: an S to it I now, so that's the fine. Word no, 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 switched up.
0: I was just double checking there didn't want the rules to be broken finally league two you'll be glad to hear in one strinrar one tight <laughs> 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 Bonnie Reg Rose 1 East 5 4 Rampant Rampant Very good oh good you're, fi- you're, like, you're finding your groove now Honestly mm, uh, yeah. Dumbarton yeah. 1 Albion Rovers 1 Edgy <laughs> <laughs> Elgin City 0441 uh, <laughs> Snatched Snatched Okay Great Brilliant (laughs) (laughs) And finally Stenhouse Muir 1 (laughs) Sterling Albion 3 Drama, the drama. <laughs> it was drama all the way, and that was yeah. drama with old fun facts, Adam Miller, and one word <laughs> review. That was absolutely tremendous. That's probably the best one we've done. Right. So there we
2: are. I'm in. I'm in the zone now. Give me some non-league. Give me some, oh. give me some amateurs.
0: Uh, okay, we can go to the Highland League. No, no, don't uh, actually. <laughs> <think. right>. Breaking City <laughs> Five, Keith Nil. Um, so let's move on to some of the talking points for the weekend. Um, is the gap and we mentioned this earlier on in the season actually Adam as I'm as I'm sure you heard um is the gap between Celtic and Rangers has it ever been as big as what is just now because Celtic you know are already out of the Champions League Rangers are already out of the Champions League and they're still comfortably beating everyone across Scottish football everyone
2: yeah, I don't know what it says about the rest of Scottish football because if you look at like, there's only two points to separate Celtic and Rangers at the moment, but I don't think there's many Rangers fans who would tell you that the two teams are of an equal standing. So it's understandable, maybe Celtic being streets ahead of everyone else at the moment, but. I would, if I was a manager Playing against Rangers at the moment Every time Say that's a team there for the taking Well, I thought that yesterday But how poor were
1: Rangers And they still get a win And that's the problem Yeah uh, It doesn't matter how bad they are Or how bad they're playing They're still too good For the rest of Scottish football I didn't think there were any great shakes Going to Tynecastle And they pumped us 4-0 I think Rangers are, are poor in comparison to last year yet they're still only two points behind Celtic for the league title that says so much about our game just now it's so poor yeah I mean it,
2: it, you watched that game yesterday of our partner Rangers, Rangers were really really poor yeah. like even like it was one of those games where you thought it's either going to commentator cliche or whatever it was either going to be like a, like a deflection or some yeah. piece of magic or whatever and in the end it was an absolutely brilliant goal that was not worthy of that game which was just absolutely appalling I, I think
1: Stevie Hamill and Motherwell Will be kicking themselves this morning Because that was a chance for them yesterday And I thought they didn't really turn up I thought it was a nothing second half and there was always, as you say, is either going to be a fluke of a goal or something magical until mm-hmm. they provided the magic, and it was an outstanding goal. I mean, but just, I just, just a to balance it overall. up
0: a wee bit, you the defending for the goal was like something I've seen in a testimonial. <laughs> like it was, it was like when they just had to let the person who's sixty three sort of wander through. <laughs> that was the level of defending that Motherwell put on yesterday. I mean, yeah, fair enough. You know, he, he sort of took the ball and ran through and it was a nice finish and all the rest of it. But the defending was atrocious. Talking of atrocious defending, Saturday, Hibbs battered 6-1 by Celtic. And if Hibbs fans didn't hate Lee Johnson already, he wore that jacket. So, I mean, <laughs> a horrendous, I don't know what's worse, the scoreline or that fashion. Um, just horrendous on Saturday from Hibbs as well. And Lee Johnson was fuming after of the game, Ewan, wasn't he?
1: Absolutely raging. Yeah, and rightly so. Um, I watched the highlights of that game. And do you know what? Hibs played no bad at times and they created a couple of chances, but the defending was atrocious. Now, going into the game, all the talk was about Ryan Portis and this was his dress rehearsal to get his move to possibly Celtic. And he had a stinker of a day as well. And I, I rate Ryan Portis. I think he's a great great player, great potential. But I just thought on Saturday, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong for Hibs. And um, yeah 6-1 was actually A fair reflection Of the game Mm. Just the chances That they created Celtic Hibs were open And um, good goals as well I thought Celtic Played really well But I thought Hibs Played their part In making Celtic Look better than they Probably were on Saturday There was what, what were the quotes uh, Johnson came out with afterwards That were a bit strange but, but he said something about
2: how they should be going into the Celtic dressing room Or something like that And asking them how they do Aye. it I can't remember what the exact yeah. quote was But yeah. I just remember thinking that was a slightly It's not, it's not maybe going to give you that much confidence do you, do
1: you rate I know Hibs are third in the league just now And that's that's, that's way more than I thought they, they would achieve this year I didn't think they'd get anywhere near third place But there they are just now Do Lee Johnson's doing a good job? I think it's still quite early to tell with them We are like still quite early in the season, what, 10,
2: 11 games in. Um, but I don't think it lies that they're in third place at the moment. There's a couple of teams behind them with games in hand, I think, so they could quickly find themselves in fifth or sixth. But um, I, I think uh, you, there, it's hard to defend a guy after a 6 1 at Celtic. Obviously, Celtic on their day, which they were at the weekend, you're not going to get close to. But I, I don't really think the same as talking about like the
1: No, I, I, was just, I was just putting my finger up there. Just that you mentioned the uh, really Johnson. Obviously losing 6-1 on Saturday Can I just go back to, to Rangers and Geo Van Bronckhorst mm-hmm. They conceded 7 against Liverpool mm-hmm. Rangers fans after that game were saying One him out mm-hmm. This is it He should not be turning up to the office tomorrow yeah. And if they don't get rid of him tonight Then they're not doing their job With Gerard on a sugarly peg at Aston Villa What's the chances if Geo goes He comes back I don't think Gerard comes back I think gerard has
2: got a Plan in his head, which I don't think he'll be able to see through, but the plan was mid table. Success with Rangers Mid-table English club Then Liverpool I don't ever see him Getting no. the Liverpool job I think he's actually Blown it by uh, Taking the Villa job I don't think that's a Brilliantly uh, I don't think it's a club In a brilliant position And I think he's Possibly struggling even more Now Michael Beale's left um, So I would I would say you're more likely To get Michael Beale At Rangers than you are yeah. Stephen
1: Jenner Jack Ross fell on his sword After the 9-0 defeat To Celtic He was gone Should Geo have gone? Um. It,
2: it's very very hard To defend Him staying after A result like that I, I, I think the problem is I don't know If another manager Was going to get uh, Much more out of The players that he's got At the moment I think the recruitment's Not been good I think they've been left with the, Particularly when Goldson went off Yeah, I think they're it, nothing wrong with how uh, You know Leon King's a really young guy Ben Davies has hardly played So far It's untested And everything like that And I don't think he's got much To work with at the moment So I don't think you can Sack him on the basis of that But ultimately It's hard to justify Any Rangers manager Losing a game 7-1 Regardless of who
1: they're you know, So in. if he was If he's under pressure For his job after that defeat Then Lee Johnson's is Under pressure after that defeat Is that what you're getting at? Uh, I was backed into corner as I'm here, I say probably yeah. That's what I was doing. I was, I mean, I was backing you into the corner to eventually come out to Lee Johnson, and you think Lee Johnson should be sacked for getting beat six-one. And that, this is going out as the tweet to promote the show, isn't it?
2: Old fun facts and Lee Johnson blast. John, yes. Johnson must go. Calls yes.
0: but, demands Twitter but, satirist. But Geo can stay. Geo can stay, but Lee must go. You know what? If you're going to wear a jacket like that. Sorry to bring it back to the jacket again, but <laughs> if you're going to wear a jacket like that, you can't get beat six-one. And you know his quotes after the game. I, I'm not convinced by Lee Johnson to be perfectly honest. So I'd back you up on that, Adam, and say you know <laughs> he he must go. I know I know that's what you said there, and I'm going I'm going to back you up on that one. In terms of everyone was thinking as well, because obviously we don't know, and you've never revealed uh, who you support, Adam. But mm-hmm. then you were talking oh, about... Oh, have you
1: never done that?
0: Never, no, no, I've never done it. And he, and, and Ewan, don't bother, he's not going to and do it today. St- <laughs> Stephen can't even see the Partic Thistle
2: top I'm wearing just now. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. um, but it's you, not. I mean, it's not
0: technically a Partic Thistle top, it's just a kind of hipstery t-shirt uh, which <laughs> would that I'm a Partic Thistle fan. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you were talking there about Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and uh, talking quite you know in depth about how you know there's n- not really much you can defend that result 7 1 getting beat is an absolute hammering. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. is, he a, is he a Rangers fan because he's been level headed as a Rangers fan, or <laughs> is he a Celtic fan because he wants Geo still there because he's a rubbish manager? And I know that that's what everybody listening to that clip is thinking the exact same thing, but <laughs> we do know that you hate Lee Johnson, so we'll move on and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about uh, hearts being we... absolutely See... rank. And uh, yeah, it was uh, Another very funny result. I mentioned the testimonial defending that Motherwell were dishing out yesterday lunchtime. What had happened, obviously, particularly for the second goal, is uh the Hearts defence had seen that from Motherwell And decided to replicate it at Pataudry oh. Because it was so poor Ewan Cameron
1: So poor See for the first 70 minutes of that game We were the better side And we created the better chances And we created some really good chances That we should be scoring And if we score first we win that game But We get to we get to 70 minute mark And we actually look tired But we, We'd blown a gasket we just I just think all the football we've played in recent weeks Has caught up with us and Aberdeen scored two quick-fire goals, won the game 2-0. They didn't deserve to win the game. I think if it had been a draw, nobody would have really bothered and maybe been happy with that. Oh. But um, I'm not calling for Nielsen's head. I'm not. Really? And the reason, now, the reason I'm not going to call for his head, we've got horrendous injuries. We picked up another one yesterday we're hearing, um, which doesn't look particularly good. We've, we've more or less lost all our centre-backs. It's it's not a great position that we're in just now. Um and we're only still what three, four points behind third place with a game in hand. I saw someone put out
2: a tweet yesterday and they'd mocked up a graphic it basically f- fielded an entire Hearts team of injuries and he called it Heart of Midlodian. It's
1: <laughs> 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 a good team. Yeah, There's some yeah. good players in there. Yeah, yeah. Some cracking players. I mean somebody did now I didn't know this and, and I'll read this tweet out that was um on Twitter yesterday after Hearts got beat uh, the UL from Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you're an Edinburgh the Day boy. <laughs> uh, from the um, Twitter account, this is my story. I didn't know this, but according to this tweet, five wins out of 21 for Hearts. That's not good. That's actually relegation form. That's poor. But I do do think he buys himself more time because of the horrendous injury issues. Don't you think, Adam? Well, do you not
2: think this is maybe just a bit of a slump and as you said, the the injuries and all that? Remember, that actually, Liam from This Is My Story, you were just quoting there. I've I've had him on my podcast a couple of times, just uh, if anyone's looking for a Scottish football podcast, you know. (laughs) Uh, He's been... been, I've spoken to him a couple of times and uh, back after like the Bora Rangers thing and all that, I mean, that was when he he was very, very thorough about how hearts were in a horrendous position at that point. But when I spoke to him kinda early on in this season, things were looking a lot more optimistic. And I think in terms of, you know, when when we discussed managers being under pressure and everything like that, and obviously I've got my massive anti Lee Johnson agenda. But when it comes to like Nielsen, I think it's worth at least Giving him time to You know When these players Start coming back from injuries And he's got more options And everything And also Like you might be able To tell me more than this But like after the the game against Fiorentina I mean is that not bound For you know It was such a big occasion yeah. was, Is that not bound To have an impact At the All
1: weekend It was always going to have an impact I mean both games Against Fiorentina I mean we went to Rugby Park and drew 2-2 two, two After the home game To Fiorentina mm-hmm. And we were in the great Well we got a draw out of it Got a point And I said yesterday Ahead of the game I want a draw I'd mm-hmm. happily take a draw Right now Somebody said to me I'll give you a nil-nil i take it Take the point And get, bas- get myself back Down the road To lose is annoying. It's frustrating, but I think you're bang on the money there. I've been calling for Nielsen's head on numerous occasions over the years with some of the poor results we've had, been knocked out of cups, and Mm. the way that we were performing. But I think once we've got our best of living on the pitch, I think we're a really good side, and I think we can only judge Nielsen when all the players are back fit. And the other thing as well, though, a lot of the Hearts fans are complaining and they're moaning, and then you got Robbie Nielsen talking about, "Oh, we're playing Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday." Well, that's the point. That's what you wanted. You wanted that. We wanted that. As fans, you want to be in the group stages of European football. So when you get it, don't moan about it. Let's just get on with it and do our very best. I think we've been poor in Europe. And then that has worked its way onto the pitch in our domestic league form as well. Mm. But see, once we're out of Europe, I think Hearts, after the World Cup will be brilliant and I think we will still finish third and you do see that
2: kind of thing as well with Celtic and Rangers as you know obviously Celtic had a good result at the weekend but quite a lot of
0: the time quite a lot of the points over the last few seasons that they've lost have been coming off the back of the European games yeah exactly yeah Yeah. totally if I would have guessed what would have happened on this podcast I would have guessed that Ewan Cameron would have called for Robbie Nielsen to be sacked and I would have thought that Adam wouldn't have called for Lee Johnson to be sacked
1: Those are two things
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have got that, that way around To be perfectly honest you, with you. you
2: This was how you sold the podcast to I me mean, You said Adam do you want to come on And uh, call for Lee Johnson to yeah. be sacked mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And I said this is the offer I've been waiting for
0: <laughs> Exactly it's, it's, the, it's the podcast that you always wanted And this is your chance To try and throw Lee Johnson under a bus so, uh, <laughs> Do you know uh, yeah. what it is It's because it's he reminds me of two separate people From Peep Show,
2: Lee Johnson He's got the surname. (laughs) He's got the surname of Johnson in the face of Gerard. Oh
0: yeah what an amazing observation that is 100% and that jacket man honestly that jacket uh, right um, in terms of the other stuff that's happening at the weekend uh, we have VAR coming up on Friday night Hibs versus oh. St Johnson now I don't want to go too far into this again because I know we spoke about it at length last week uh, Ewan is not a fan of it coming in at mid season for reasons we've already gone over you don't need to repeat them Ewan uh, Adam what's your opinion on that uh, I
2: know there's a lot- a really serious debate about VAR and I understand a lot of it but I think what people are losing sight of is it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really funny <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> like,
2: like, like, um, see on, on like it, You know, being entirely serious, I'm not a fan of VAR. I think I understand the logic behind wanting to implement it. I think uh, on paper, it seems like a good way to end debates. But as we've seen from other leagues where it's been implemented, it doesn't end debates at all. And the the biggest gripe that I have with VAR really is that it takes a lot of the spontaneity out of the game. I think the amount of times you've watched matches where uh, even, you know, even like the... The City goal yesterday Which was You know Technically Correctly Ruled out Man City goal You've got these sort of Wild celebrations And you, you then People are sort of Tempering that With we've got to wait two minutes while uh, someone described it as we're basically turning football into a thing where someone celebrates and then you have to spend two minutes watching a bald guy watching a telly. <laughs> 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 um, but, but I mean, we, we are kind of losing that thing of like, e- even if it's like a dramatic last minute winner, unless it's as clear cut a goal as you can imagine, you are sort of, can, can I celebrate this? Can I go wild? And then, then you get that weird thing of after two minutes they say yeah it's a goal and the guy just does like a wee fist pump because he's back at the <laughs> centre circle and it's like all right cool now I can celebrate but the moment it's like kind of gone you know yeah. so I'm, I'm
1: not I'm, a fan of it no I, I, I
2: I'm I'm again I understand the the logic behind it but I just think we've seen we're we're not going in blind with it we've seen how it's been implemented. And I just don't think it adds to the game And I know it's a cliche to say You know, bad decisions even themselves out over the course of the season But I genuinely think that is kind of one of the Fun parts of football Is yeah, you get pissed off when these things Go against you and certain fans will think there's a conspiracy in X, Y, Z But I do think that that element of unpredictability Is a big part of You know, what makes football, football And we're never going to get You know, I can understand it with things like Goal line technology I, I, I like that, I think that's kind of Indisputable, but once you get into the realms of you know just constantly pulling goals back, I, 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 when your toenails offside. Yeah, I, I I just think we lose so much when we're focusing on that and it does take away from the game.
0: And yeah. to take it back to your original point, though, to counterbalance that, it will be really funny. The Celtic game against Leipzig, if we could have more moments like that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when fans are celebrating
2: a goal, it's taken off. I mean. Although,
0: what I would say, Callum, is somebody who was directing that particular match for TV needs sacked because the one thing that everyone was crying out yeah. for was after the goal had obviously not been given and the Celtic fans were celebrating, and then Joe Hart decides to pass it out to the Arby's Le- Leipzig player and then they score... Why didn't they go back to the fans, the Celtic the, fans like, who were celebrating? Honestly, like you know, I do this uh, the the
2: patter roundup compilation thing at the end of every week. I was watching the clip, going, "Why is it, Why are we not seeing the same guy? Because they lingered when he was celebrating <laughs> the Celtic legs. goal. You were seeing him for like ten seconds celebrating. And, like, my, if I was in that job, my first thing would be pan pan back to him <laughs> right now. It's like, like? That, that would that <laughs> would have been a, a clip for the ages. Missed
1: opportunity. Yeah,
0: 100%. Right, so we'll see how it goes. Friday night, Hibs versus St Johnstone at Easter Road. It is the first ever VAR in the Scottish Premiership. I'm sure it'll go fine. Let's move on, though. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. And this week, with Old Fun Facts, Adam Miller as well. So, if Scottish football were... A hotel, that's what we set up last week We're talking footballers, managers, referees, pundits Who would feature in it So Adam, you get to decide the winner It's basically rubbish puns And people love rubbish <laughs> puns So let's start with Ian McLeod Who goes straight in with Nacho NovoTel <laughs> Good, yes Like that, yeah uh, That's good on the laugh scale there I'll, I'll, I'll sort of measure that throughout the thing Are, are, we, are we wanting a number, like between 1 and 10? or? Eh. Yeah, aye. Give me a number, Ash. That's a good one. What are you giving that?
2: Why
0: don't you? Why do we get one word? No, oh, no. No. <laughs>
2: no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm already getting like word. Nam Nam style flashbacks to 25 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that was for me and McLeod. So, natural Novotel. What are you giving that? Uh, I'm going to give that nine. 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 Okay. Strong start. Strong start. Stevie yeah. made uh, six. Nikki laundry. Yeah,
2: six again, I think. Lobby Nielsen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, have you given Natural <laughs> Hotel too too much in a name
2: there? I, I've gone too too high yeah. too soon. Um, right, okay, that's that's a nine point five. There needs to be room for okay. just even more improvement.
0: Uh, GSRFC sent the sent them in uh, the Budge Khalifa. <laughs> From Kenny
1: Burgess. (laughs) 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 That's the best one. You could just find it there. So good. (laughs) That's
0: from Kenny Burgess. Uh, Well done, Kenny. That's uh, 9.75. 9.75. Well done. In the league so far, the FC Edinburgh Grand from Ricky Spence. Nah. No, not going for that. Uh, Laundry and (laughs) Yeah, Eight. Eight, Yeah. yeah. Alfresco Morelos. Another eight, I think. Uh, Kemar Rooftop Bar, seven, seven. That's from Alex Wilson. A mix from Alex Wilson there. Roomkey Key Seung, Room Key (laughs) Seung Young. (laughs) 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 It's not bad. It's not bad. That's good. Uh, Eight for that. Uh, George Best Western. (laughs) Uh, 7.5 Gordon Jury's in That's from JD Not bad 7 Yeah Conradison Balatoni From George Buns (laughs) Uh, 7 These are good From Graham McLean Uh, David Bates Motel (laughs) That's good (laughs) Uh, 8 Okay uh... Oh, Hostel Banovich that's from Graham McLean as well <laughs> Hostel Banovich not bad uh, Andy Halliday appears every single week and we had lots and lots of these Andy Halliday in obviously not the most impressive mm-hmm. but he has to be there Brian Roberts and Stu Wilson with them uh, Maiden McGeady from Back Post <laughs> not bad <laughs> nah, nah. Booking doc... <laughs> Booking <laughs> dot. booking.com Tom English <laughs> <laughs> that's very good.
2: I thought it was going to be Booking. Commons. House
0: Well, no. <laughs> uh, Michael Montagnani has gone for booking.com English. Uh, so that's very. What you giving that? Um, I'll give that a five. <laughs> a five. Uh, Arnold Room instead of the Arnold Gym. Uh, nah. Th- uh, Super John McPremier Inn Oh, the... <laughs> uh, I'll give that an eight. I think uh, mm-hmm. delirious nomad. Uh, Tori Andre Flotel, um, not bad. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Uh, we also have Thomas Buffy, because you would have a buffet in the morning. Stephen Lobby, mm-hmm. that's from Larky as well. Hello to you, uh, Rudy Elevata, no, nah, from Dave Wilson. <laughs> no, nah. nah. uh, Jack Ritzwater from Mark Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> uh nah. Clint Hilton from Rid van Nistelroy. Yeah, that's not bad. So, are, so that means the winner is the Budge Khalifa. It <laughs> oh, has yeah, to be absolutely. Okay, that well, is the best well one. done to Kenny Burgess. You have won this week's if Scottish football were a hotel. So, well done to you as the Budge Khalifa. Thank you again for every single suggestion. Right, for next week, we're looking for a Scottish football where a gym. For example, Cami dumbbell, bicep blatter, uh, Leon <laughs> Jim <Jimson>. king. <Pumpking. laughs> Um, uh, Stuart Kettlebell uh, John Spotter (laughs) Stephen Treadmill and uh, Air United's Superset Park so there you are I'm sure you can do better than that you could have gym trainer, gym trainer, exactly. A gym Literally trainer. a trainer in a gym. Aye. Exactly. Well done. Uh, two for one there. At big Football Scott on Twitter, or you can search the Big Scottish Football Podcast on Facebook and Instagram for next week next week's episode. And you can also get in touch uh, with all your suggestions as well. So let's move on to our next segment, which is Euro Trash and why we are so terrible. I mean, it's just amazing that we've actually got the Euro Trash theme as well, uh, nice. which I haven't heard since I was about 13 years old uh, with all the but curtains the, closed the, on a Friday night
2: I was going to say though, you wouldn't have heard it though because no teenage boy ever watched Euro Trash with the sound up <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is, I mean
0: this is my first time hearing it I may or may not be aware of the show but I've never heard the theme before exactly so uh, it turns out um, we're pretty rubbish in European football Celtic Rangers and Hearts have four points after 12 games combined and have conceded 37 goals is this unfortunate Adam, old fun facts Or is there a bigger problem here For Scottish football in Europe?
2: I think that uh, teams are finding their level here I think uh, you saw last season It's only a few months ago That Rangers were potentially a couple of penalties away From winning a major European trophy So I don't think that you can blanket say that uh, Scottish football teams Are incapable of competing in Europe Also if you watch the Celtic games pr- Pretty much every game So the Real Madrid game They competed for a while Until Real switched on As they were always going to do But the other games that Celtic have played As we was saying It's just missed chances after missed chances And I think there might be an element there Of... Not necessarily a lack of confidence, but that kind of almost arrogance that you have when you're the top team in the country and you're playing against other Scottish teams, and you just the chance comes and you don't think twice. And maybe when you sort of step up that level, you, there's just an extra maybe split second where you overthink it, and a shot that goes in in Scotland is going over the bar, and Europe are going wide. And I, I think if Celtic had converted some of those chances, they'd be in a position to be potentially qualifying for that group. I think Rangers absolutely are nowhere near the standard. Of uh, the Champions League at the moment But you know they have shown last season That they could compete in the Europa League I think it's about teams possibly finding their level Obviously Hearts haven't. you know The Fiorentina game kind of spoke for itself But I don't think we should be too downhearted I think it's a, a I think it should still be an aspiration For Scottish teams to test themselves in Europe And sometimes I think you have to kind of Rather than just go into those games and say, well, it's Fiorentina, we're going to get pumped. Yeah. I think maybe there's something to be learned from the manner of that defeat and say, well, the aim is to be back there next season and learn from that. And if over
1: time, you become a better European team. I was um, on the big side of the football show, former Hibs and Aberdeen striker Steve Cowan was talking about our performances in Europe And he was saying Well what else Were we expecting mm. um, If this had been like Five or six years Down the road And we've been in Europe Every year And we're getting Those sort of performances And those results mm-hmm. And then you can have A right good pop But this is all about A learning curve Yeah And learning At this level And I think that You're right in what you're saying about Celtic. I think Celtic have missed an opportunity here. I think Mm. that was a group they could have got out of. Yeah, Take Real Madrid out of it. I thought they were superb when they played Shakhtar in Poland. Should have won on the night. I don't know how many chances they created. Mm -hmm. And they could have been sat with a lot more points than they've actually got at the moment. And they would still be in the running to qualify from that group, taking Real Madrid out of it. So I think they've missed an opportunity. I just think Rangers are just being poor. Yeah.
2: Just poor. You couldn't couldn't point to... uh, I think maybe the first half Against Liverpool At Ibrox Is only Probably the only decent half Rangers have had In four games In that group so far So I don't think You know Rangers have been Nowhere near the
1: level That they need to be at In the Champions League This year Do you know what The thing is though The weird thing is It's a shootout Between them and I actually Europa League now At Ibrox Yeah I, I don't particularly fancy rangers no, in that one. To lie, like, but to think they're still in with a chance of having European football after the World Cup is beyond me when you think of their performances. Well I think and this this might this
2: this might just me uh, not being As on top of Italian football As I maybe Used to be In the James Richardson days But I was surprised By how good Napoli have been in they're, that d- group
1: They're dark horses For this tournament By the way yeah, They're I
2: mean, those, are, those aren't just Like convincing wins That was like 6-1 against, against Ajax They beat and Liverpool 4-0 as, as I've said If you beat a team 6-1 The manager has to go <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lee Johnson Almost
0: spat out His
1: coffee
2: there this, this is this, Like a fundamental belief For me 6-1's the
1: cup <laughs> <laughs> alright but 6-1 you need to go yeah. it
0: appears so it appears so and you know what I asked this question at the start of the season when both Celtic well Celtic are already qualified for the Champions League Rangers then did qualify for the Champions League and Ewan Cameron said that was a great thing for Scottish football so I put the question back to Ewan Cameron now that Celtic and Rangers are getting battered in Europe
1: is that a bad thing for Scottish football no as we discussed on the big side of the football show with Steve Cowan we think that we're being a bit harsh on our teams in Europe. I mean, let's look at it.
0: What's wrong Liverpool. with you? Have you, it's something <laughs> happened to you over the no, weekend? No, no but,
1: but you know, I, I was really upset on Thursday night when we got beat from Fiorentina. We were hammered. We conceded nine goals against them in two games. So I was really disheartened on Thursday night. And I woke up on Friday and my first thought was, see when you look at it in the cold light of day, what was I really expecting? Mm-hmm. I mean, what was I expecting? I expected us to beat the, the team. What's the R- R- RSC? Yeah. Was it RSC, the, other, the, the fourth seed yeah, team? The, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, the pub
0: team. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we beat them two now. I expect to beat them at Tyne Castle. And anything we ever got from Fiorentina in Istanbul was going to be a bonus. Mm-hmm. So I the reality of it, Stephen, to be honest with you, I'm taking a step back from it Looking at the bigger picture And I hope that our clubs Learn from this experience And are better for it next year I think
2: the question is How can you expect Decides to step up a level after they've been playing Lee Johnson teams at the weekend
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly <the> <laughs> so so if don't f- start that debate because that's what the old firm fans say all the time well we can't compete because we're playing against Hibbs we're playing against Hamilton and Livingstone and look all at that Lee Johnson's jacket oh my god yeah they're all saying that they say that all
0: the time if you finish third in the Europa Conference League do you drop down into some sort of Europa Vanarama uh, sort of affair or something like that is there any sort nah, of fallback back nah, on that nah. so
1: yeah. Uh, no, we're out, mate. We're out.
0: Aye, exactly. Right, so we'll just need to park that for now. Uh, let's give a wee shout to what's happening this week as well. Scottish League Cup quarterfinals, Kilmarnock versus Dundee United, Tuesday night, quarter 8 kickoff Wednesday, you've got Motherwell versus Celtic, quarter past six and a double header because Aberdeen are playing Partick Thistle at quarter eight. In fact, a triple header, three heads. Rangers versus Dundee <laughs> is on at quarter past eight on Wednesday night as well. So the two televised games are... Motherwell versus Celtic and Rangers versus Dundee. Shocker, really? Yeah, they are actually. They've, yeah. actually, they've, uh, they've decided not to show Kilmarnock versus Dundee United
1: or Aberdeen Partick. That's so Wonder why. I, anyway. I wouldn't want to watch. But if you were to choose any of those games, you I, wouldn't pick to watch Kilmarnock Dundee United on that plastic pitch, would and you wouldn't pick. want to be watching Aberdeen Partick because Aberdeen are going to going to walk it against Partick. I think Motherwell Celtic will be a really tight game, and I mm. think that Rangers are going to hammer Dundee. Right.
0: So, way out. So, I think you, your semi final so, so,
1: lineup is. Just, so to, clarify lineup, in, just to clarify,
0: Ewan, you you, yeah. you. don't want to show Aberdeen versus Partick Thistle because that will be a hammering for Aberdeen, but it's okay to show Rangers versus Dundee because that will be a hammering for Rangers.
1: But you're also looking at it from a TV um, um, spectator yeah, point of view. More people will tune in to watch Rangers Dundee than they will for Aberdeen Partick Thistle. That's just. I know. That's just what I was what just it's trying to trip
0: you up, you. And please let me what, have why, my
1: moment, okay? Why do you think Old Firm Facts, Mister Adam, is sat here with a Twitter account called Old Firm Facts well, if, because he knows that's what it's about? If, if it is a cynical marketing ploy. Yeah. Oh.
0: If it had been the 80s, it would be New Firm Facts. So, you know, <laughs> and it would all be Dundee United and Aberdeen content. Uh, right. Let's move on to. Old fun Facts Yourself. So, I mean, this has all been a bit wild the last few years for you because, you know, I've known you for a few years now. We've done podcasts mm-hmm. together. We've been on guests and radio shows and all the rest of it. Um, because you were basically, you worked in a normal job and then yeah. this Twitter account became your life and your career, which is wild. Yeah, I mean, it, it
2: was never, ever intended to be like that. Uh, so I was just kind of drifting along in jobs and uh, a guy, a friend of mine, Stevie, who used to, I used to work in a call centre with, he was having a good time on Twitter and uh, which apparently is something people can do and he told me, oh, you'd be you'd be quite good at Twitter and uh, I just one day I thought of a couple of jokes about Celtic Rangers or whatever and thought, I'll, instead of texting them to him I'll just set, set up a Twitter thing Like he's been telling me to do And set it up as an anonymous thing And I think I probably was thinking I'll I'll post him and see if he works out That it's me or something like that But you know the, the way Twitter works Is people start sharing your, your stuff And uh, exponentially starts growing And all the rest of it And after a while I realised That it had become a thing and because you know if I'd known that it was gonna take off in the way that it did then I would have just done it with my face out there and just been a bit more public about it but I had genuinely no idea that it was gonna change my life in the way that it did Uh, so yeah it it just it eventually came to a point where I could sort of move into journalism and do podcasts and radio and you know be Shouted at by Joan Burney on Radio Scotland and <laughs> <laughs> getting to Twitter beefs with Edwina Curry and all the rest of it.
1: <laughs> do you, do you um, at any point during this run with Old Firm Facts, regretted getting involved? <laughs> uh, you, you have your moments. Like, I mean, I
2: spend less time on Twitter than I used to. I feel like I've kind of you know there was never as i said there was never ever any kind of like cynical or deliberate thing of like yeah this is going to be the thing that gets me into this industry or whatever but now that it has done i don't need to you know i I don't need to put stuff out there every day i don't need to be trying to build a name or anything like that because i'm in the places that i want to be in now Uh, and a lot of the time you're on twitter you're like if you sort of step back and look at it, and you've spent like an hour or something on Twitter, do you think did it actually make me happier <laughs> that last hour that I spent on there? And a lot of the time, the answer is no. Um, so yeah, it's it's given me so many brilliant things, Twitter, and it's changed my life. But uh, yeah, there are, I've never regretted doing it. But there are times where you're like. God, I wish there was like an easier way for me to do I, this I, I walked
1: away from football for 10 years Because the goldfish bowl of living in Scotland Talking about football day in and day out It does it does take over your life well, I mean, so- It really does it do- And I'm, I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing now And I, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I kind of like stick my nose in every now and again Talking about football mm-hmm. I don't know if I could go back to doing it on a daily basis again Like what you do Yeah, well that's the thing Like, So now
2: I've sort of a lot of the, you know, the, the you know, I'm full time in journalism, but a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now is non-football and it's nice to sort of have football as something in terms of the writing that I can dip into rather than have to come up with stuff every day. You know, I've worked in sports journalism where you're constantly churning it out yeah, and you're in those positions where it's like you've got to write, news stories and you get to churn out like eight news stories a day and then you're given like a window to do your funny old fun facts thing or do you know and yeah. it's like it's hard to turn that on and off so you, can,
1: you, you can now step away because you've got something else outside of football that you're working on full time and then you can dip your toe back in when you feel like it exactly so
2: yeah. like when i do when i do my own podcast that's like the area where i can you know I can write a bit of football stuff, I can plan some stuff and chat to people about football and all the rest of it, uh, but I don't feel like I have to just churn out columns or yeah. news stories or anything like that just on demand. And it's nice to be able to do that because I feel like when I actually do get the chance to do it, I'm putting more thought into it and I'm actually able to enjoy it a bit more. But yeah, I know what you're saying about the kind of goldfish bowl and everyone knows everyone and yeah. everyone's got an opinion. Um You can't can't escape it See when you're in it It's hard to escape Yeah I mean like I've been You know back A few years ago When I was still Kind of building up The account and everything And at that point I was tweeting all the time A few years ago And it was getting to the point Like I was uh, I was on holiday In New York And I was over there with my wife. I got I proposed to her on this holiday and yet we're like in the Natural History Museum and she nips to the toilet. I'm checking my phone and there's someone giving me abuse about something I've said about Joey Barton and I'm like, I'm standing <laughs> in the fucking Natural History Museum. How did this become my life? You
1: know? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, but it does take over and especially when you're in the middle of it and especially when you were growing it to begin with. It must have been exciting seeing uh, the numbers coming in, getting the reaction that you were yeah. getting. You get the buzz from that. But Yeah, I mean, right like now... That's You know It's been happening for years So you don't like
2: The the, the trap that you don't want to fall into Is putting stuff out there And trying to like Chase numbers And retweets And all the rest of it So there's no There's no like Incentive for me to Do that Because you know I've got to You know where I want to be And all the rest of it But When When you're doing that At first And when the account's Kind of growing There is that novelty Of like wow, you're like staring at these numbers and people retweeting things and go, oh, this is really cool because you're used to just, like, I'm not like a stand-up comedian or anything, so I've never performed stand-up on stage or anything, like, told jokes on stage. You're just like a guy who makes jokes with his pals in the pub kind of thing and that's yeah. your biggest audience and then suddenly I can look at my phone and put something out there and then there's like seventy, eighty thousand, 80,000, however many people... Potentially seeing this thing and it's it, it took quite a while to get used to it. and then inevitably with that you get you know abuse and all the rest of it but it's manageable but yeah I could have probably found an easier way to live my life
0: and uh, where can we follow you just very quickly uh, at
2: old firm facts one on Twitter and where can we read your stuff um at the Herald now so uh, you just type in Adam Miller on the Herald website and get annoyed
0: Yeah, lovely stuff You can do that Anytime you want Lee Johnson has already Done that 14 times Since the start of this podcast So uh, Let's move on I'm assuming like We've we've,
2: we've been recording this For like an hour So I'm assuming He's been sacked by now So he's got (laughs) all that time To to sit and scroll
0: Through the Herald website Probably will do Let's move on To our brand new game so it's time for the greatest game in podcasting. It's time to play our pop culture phenomenon, which is play your Joe Cardo's right with former Dunfermline, Partick Thistle, Ross County, Airdrie and Kelty Hearts legend Joe Cardle. Welcome back, Joey Cardle. Hi,
1: I'm Joe Cardle. You may remember me from that game. Yeah, that game. <laughs> But now you're playing my game. Play your Joe Cardo's right.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Joey. The game is very, very simple. We always start with Joe Cardo's. So we'll then give you options. And all you need to do is tell me, Adam, whether it's higher or lower. So it could be a goal tally, national team caps, age, whatever it is. Today, we're doing football players... Twitter followings if you get it right you move on to the next one if you get it wrong you're out we keep a tally of everyone's streak throughout the season I'm currently top of the leaderboard with 8 Hugh Evans has got 5 and Ewan is rock bottom with just 4 so far so your starter for 10 is always Joe Cardell, who has 6,304 followers so from this point, I just need higher or lower for each player for their Twitter following. Do you understand, Adam, all, all straightforward? Yeah, you know how good I am at games where I have to say one word. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, <laughs> Joe Cardle has 6,304 followers. Old Firm Facts 1, does that have higher or lower the amount of followers than Joe Cardo? Higher. Higher. Wow, I'm impressed. That must have been a fluke. Can't be that, (laughs) brother. Old Firm Facts 1 has 78,900 followers, so well done. On to the next one. Sean Dillon, former Dundee United defender. Sean Dillon, higher or lower than Old Firm Facts?
1: Uh, Lower. No chance. You've got to be cheating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sean Dillon has nine thousand four hundred twenty-five followers. Next one, former Rangers midfielder Alex Ray. Higher or lower than Sean Dillon? Higher.
1: Wow, you've been on Google again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you are correct. Yes, yeah, seventy-four thousand two hundred followers for Alex Ray. Uh, next one, Chris Sutton. Higher or lower? and Alex Ray higher hot dog what a result <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to now producer Callum three or four I think that's four four right yes, okay. four. You're you're on four. Four. <laughs> so you've drawn level with Ewan Cameron if you get this one you're officially better than Ewan Cameron at this game Chris Sutton has 295,400 followers is that more or less than James Tavernier James Tavernier, higher or lower than Chris Sutton? James Tavernier is lower than Chris Sutton.
1: This is ridiculous. <laughs> You've definitely <laughs> yes. been looking at the axles. I would
0: have gone higher. I would have gone higher. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an odd one. James Tavernier has 253,400 followers, so you're up to five, Adam Miller. Next one, Scott Brown, higher or lower than James Tavernier? Higher.
1: That's
0: the worst thing I've heard. And I've heard you on a real radio. So I'm afraid you are out. Unfortunately, Uh. he has fewer followers than James Tavernier: 236,300. I think that's probably you know because Scott Brown doesn't really use Twitter I think more than anything so yeah um, you're out I'm afraid you are on five which puts you above you in Cameron and gives you the same score as Hugh Keevan so well done Adam well done yes close for Adam. Well done. Well done. Nice. That, that was very good right uh, we need to say cheerio to Joe Cardo here we go sadly that's all we have time for this has been play your Joe Cardo's right I'm Joe Cardo and you've been great catches <laughs> <Bye-bye, Joe Cardo. laughs> Thank you very much to Joe Cardo. So there you are. We have reached the end of the podcast. Uh, Old fun facts. Adam Miller, have you enjoyed it?
2: I've had a great time. Thanks very much for having me on. No, that's no problem at all. And
1: uh, we'll be. In I touch. still wish you looked like Thor.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe you're just trying to put people off the
1: scent, and I actually do like like Thor. Maybe could well be that. I think he's a ranger. fan by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's the, I, I'm always curious. Like, what's the? What's the logic? It's the way that you
2: defended Joe earlier. <laughs> But then again, I could be a Celtic fan wanting Geo to remain in this position. That's
1: what so, I said, yeah. OK, I think uh, he's a Celtic fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing is, he is not a Lee Johnson fan and he is no, he's, he's out of job very, very soon. This has been the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Thank you to our guest, Old Fun Fags, a.k.a. Adam Miller. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you to you, and Cameron, and thanks to Thank all of you for listening as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on whichever podcast provider you use so you won't miss a podcast. Keep an eye on our socials, or if Scottish football were a gym you get involved there and you can uh, also post your best ones of that and we'll get to that and hopefully I'll be able to speak next week we're back on Monday for another brand new episode of the Big Scottish Football Podcast best bye bye from me Stephen Mill cheery bye